Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, April 8th. 2023. I'm your host Andy Vaughn and with me as always is Gordo. Hello, how you doing Andy? Are you well? I am well. It's Masters week. It's it brilliant, is. wonderful, excellent. Good Friday off to play some golf myself yeah, in the morning. I'm, I'm also you. playing golf with you. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll come home and I'll watch the Masters and that will be interspersed with football games. It's just going to be it's just going to be a lovely weekend. Excellent. And joining myself and Gordo this week, Trampled Bet regular co-host, Mr. Joey Slenzak. How you doing, Joey? Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> could have done a little better last week, but uh, all things considering, I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> Indeed. And we're just about to, as always, start the show off with a recap of last week where we had vastly different fortunes. Um, but we're, <laughs> we're going to go through that right now. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, we start every show with a recap of last week. So there are no secrets here. There are no uh, no results hidden. Um, we're very upfront about how we got in the previous week's show. We then have a slight break and then on to the picks for the weekend ahead. It's all football. It's global in nature um, and a varied selection of picks from what we consider banker bets all the way through to outsider bets, um, which are our big underdog prices. So with no further ado, let's recap last week's show. My banker was on Sunday in the Italian top flight, the Serie A, for Roma against Sampdoria. This one cruised in with a 3-0 Roma win. It was 0-0 at halftime, but Sampdoria got a man sent off early in the second half, and it just turned into a very easy home victory. In fact, when Roma were up with 1-0 up with 10 minutes to go, I think, the score was still 1-0, they were 1-40. Like it was just it was just nailed on. Um so a nice banker win for me at odds of four to nine. What idiot priced Barcelona as one to three at the weekend playing against Elche? I I gave so little background into this because of how uh, ridiculous I thought the odds were. It was Barcelona. Stick on. It was a stick on at one to three. Uh, they won four nil. <laughs> they were up one nil at half time. Like it was, it was quite funny. I had a look at their um, their stats after the game, and I was like, "Oh, their xG was like one point seven seven. It's like they vastly outperformed how the expected goals would come in." But yeah, they, they won four nil. Um, they just do what Barcelona do against teams that they need to beat. They beat them, and beat them. that was it. So that that was Sunday for me, which led us on to Joey, uh, who'd a very late banker actually uh, on Monday, <laughs> yeah. Monday night. So Joey, how did your banker go on? Yeah, last pick of the weekend, and it was not the uh, the turn of fortunes I was hoping for. Um, I had Cargum Rook over two point five, and that one finished one nil. Uh, there was a first half goal by and by Dianye on the twenty seventh minute. But yeah, I mean, both sides had eleven shot attempts. Istanbul score had three on goal, and Cargum Rook had five on goal. So. But unfortunately, we didn't get at least one more goal. But yeah, that was a tough one. Yeah, not to be for the banker treble, but two out of three in, um, which took us on to the value picks. And I was in Germany for mine. Uh, Union Berlin, who have aspirations at the title, I guess. They're right up the top of the league. We're at home to a very poor Stuttgart side and we're priced at better than even money, um, which represented, in my eyes, a whole lot of value. And Union Berlin went ahead and won this game 3-0. It was 0-0 at halftime, but it ended up being insanely comfortable. And uh, my value picks sailed down at better than evens, 11-10 or 12-11. Nice one. Uh, my value will start a bit of a trend for me, which uh, all the rest of my games were 1-0, but the way that I wanted them to be. So uh, this was La Havre away at Po, uh, and they won this game 1-0, surprisingly. Um, they were 75 to do so didn't have the best of the game but they are the best team in the league for the reason 
and that's they know how to win games. Um, they'd more possession, but they'd half the amount of goal attempts, half the amount of sh- they'd one shots and goal, they'd one shot and goal and scored it. Um, Paul only had two, but they did have thirteen on target, <laughs> so they, they they were going at them. Um, yeah, Le Havre at the moment they're top of the league for a reason, and it's because they know how to dispatch teams that are further down, uh, and they did so rather handily with a one nil win. So Joey, how was your value pick? Yeah, no, much much like our uh, our banker pick, this one did not come in as well. I had uh, Wellington Phoenix to win against Melbourne Victory, and uh, I was kicking myself for this one because the optimist me, the optimist in me, was thinking, okay, I really love this as uh, Wellington to score in the first half. And that was at one point eight eight, something like that, one point nine. Drifted all the way out towards the evens, actually, um, right before kickoff. And so my whole thought process was, okay, yeah, I'd really love them to score the first goal, but if they end up going on and winning the game, like I expected them to, I'd be kicking myself for not taking the win, going with the the shorter odds at that point. But it was, in fact, the opposite in which they uh, they scored in the first half and then two, uh, two second-half goals off corners kind of ruined that. And Melbourne victory ended up winning 2-1. Yeah, that was really unfortunate, that one, because that was the one where you're like, there's nothing worse than suggesting the correct bet and talking yourself into a safer bet that loses. <laughs> you're like, yeah, it happens, man. It does indeed. But two out of three, um, again, for the value picks. On to the outsiders, and this is where we take a selection that the bookies have priced up as an underdog, and usually we get some pretty hefty prices in here. I was in the Japanese top flight, uh, the J1 League, very early kickoff on Saturday morning of 7am UK time. For Sagan Tosu versus Tokyo, and Sagan Tosu went off here as 3-1 to one underdogs at home, and they won the game 1-0, a 96th minute winner for Sagan Tosu, which now means they have beaten Tokyo the last eight times the sides have played each other. Eight in a row, eight wins in a row. I mean, seven wins in a row. Seven wins in a row before coming into this game, and they were three to one. That was just that just seemed a wee bit mental. So they've done it again, um, and a nice, like, big priced outsider came in for me. It was nice that the gods decided to to move your outsider from nineteen to ten to all the way out to three three to one. Nothing better than a wee bit of drift. Um, Well, Tokyo are a better team than yeah. Oh no, definitely. That's the thing. They are. I I looked at it and I was like, yeah, this is. I can't believe they've beaten them that many times. They just um, beat them every time. Like that that was the you know, that was the reason that I selected them and that was the reason their price was so big. Uh, is that Tokyo are a better team, but they just beat them. So eight in a row. So I don't know if I'll revisit this when the sides meet later at Tokyo's ground in maybe three or four months time, but I, I may very well do. Possibly. Possibly. Uh my outsider continued the theme of one nil wins. Uh with the rather large priced Fiorentina at 15 to 4. Uh, Great. Winning, winning against Inter 1 0. No early payout in this one, so a bit of a sweat. But um, Fiorentina were good. I, I watched the last 10 minutes of it, uh, which probably is the most painful just to, part. Just to give yourself maximum yeah, stress. There was like, I say the last 10 minutes, I watched 80 to 96, so the last 16 minutes. Um, yeah, it was a, a real good result for Fiorentina and testament to the fact that they're the form team in the league just now and they played Inter at completely the right time. Inter are, are not having a good time at the moment. Um, and yeah, 15-4 came in. So really happy with that outsider pick. Um, I hate passing these to you at the moment. Jo- Joey, how did your <laughs> outsider go on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could argue that uh, this might have been the most heartbreaking pick of the weekend. Um, I had Freiburg win plus both to score. And it finished 1-1. And we had our uh, both teams to score by the 77th minute. But yeah, Hertha just really had so many more chances that they were catching them on the break. And granted, both sides missed plenty of each. So it could have been 2-2 to be completely fair. But yeah, I was really hoping they'd uh, they'd be able to sort of build on that first half lead that didn't end up coming. And then, yeah, Hertha just, they come capitalized on a, on a mistake on, at the back and yeah, the way she goes. Familiar theme this week, two out of three in the outsiders, but those those prices, three to one and 15 to four, um, that's a pretty good result overall for the show. I take the outsiders as a trick, so only two out of three for a return. So that was, that was a successful endeavor. 
On to the charity treble. This is a pick from each of us. £10 of our own money and any winnings or and the stake, any returns uh, go to a charity of our choosing. I played it safe here. Um, I took, well, I say safe. It wasn't that safe. It was around even money, but I really fancied Inverness to get a result away at Morton. Um, and Inverness were five to two underdogs for this. So I took them on the double chance and they went ahead and won this game 2-1 um, away, away at Morton, which is a fantastic result for them. It was an 80, they took the lead, were pegged back and then scored an 88th minute winner that we didn't even need because we were on the double chance of Inverness or draw. So that was my charity pick in and completed a four out of four perfect week for myself. Yeah, I was similar. Uh, and if you can guess the score of uh, Genoa versus Regina, it was 1-0. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Genoa beat Regina 1-0. Um, this was on Friday night. Um, and it, it, I say it was comfortable. I had maximum confidence in, in Genoa doing this. Um, Massimo Coda scored uh, in the first half and they just saw out the game at the moment. Regina are in a, in a bad shake. Um, and there was a whole bunch of cards in this game. And one of the nice things about it is, see, when you're 1-0 up and the cards start flying, you think the other team have lost a rag here. Um, and <laughs> about 60 minutes in, I was pretty confident that this was going to come in. So, yeah, I had the, that was uh, Genoa beat Regina 1-0, which led us on to... Which, uh, Gordon, yes, means a 4 out of 4, 100% perfect week for yourself. Another 4 out of 4. Uh so four out of four for Andy, four out of four for Gordo. I leave you on zero of three for Joey and ask him, yeah. Joey, how did your charity go on? Yeah, this one, yeah. If if I if I wanted, I, I definitely wanted that Wellington one really fucking bad. But if I if I wanted to get any other one, it, it would have been this one for the charity travel. Um but yeah, I had PSG both teams to score in over 2.5. And unfortunately, we had another one nil game. Um, it was a tough one because Leon had a penalty in the first half where Alexander Lacazette, who was one of my keys to why I like this to go over in both teams to score, um, he ends up hitting the post. It, it happens. They, they can't parry the, uh, the follow-up. But yeah, the PSG had a, a somewhat decent shout for a penalty as well. Um, would have been massively harsh, but. Based on the new rules, well, you'd have taken it. Yeah, you'd, have, you'd, have, you'd, have, yeah. you'd have had oh, absolutely. given a penalty in a second for that, I'm assuming. But yeah, no, uh, overall, I mean, just watching the game, PSG really didn't have too much of an answer. Once Leon went up 1 0, um, it was just kind of parking the bus and then catching on the counter. And PSG just really lacked so much creativity when you actually force them to break you down. It, it's wild versus just having Mbappe running behind him catch you on the counter, which is kind of what I was hoping would happen, but <laughs> not not, not so. Unfortunate, and it means two out of three for the charity. So no charity this week, but very, very close. Um, four out of four weeks for myself, four out of four weeks for Gordo, zero out of four for Joey. Um, we've all done it, Joey. Uh, I think myself, then Gordo last week. I, I mean, now I literally your... did it the week before, so I wouldn't, <laughs> now I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, now it's your uh, turn. My only uh, little segue here is that being said, into uh, this next little bit we've got here, the middle section, I technically did have four winners from, I could have gone yeah, into every category. You just, you just uh, saved in the them middle for the section, patrons. I just, I, I just, yeah, it's, that's the the enticement to getting the uh, the Patreon package. Yeah, that's, that's we we're trying to reel you in. Yeah, just trying to really hit on all the content. There we go. But it would remiss of me not to... Uh, Notify Gary right now that we need the zero four sound effects, please. Yeah, yeah, I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of opportunity to correct that with next week's picks, which will follow a short advert. But as Joey says, if you fancy giving something back to the podcast, uh, you can support us by becoming a member of the Trample Bet Club on Patreon, which costs around six pounds a month. Uh, you go to patreon.com forward slash trample bet. Or just download the excellent Patreon app and search for Trampled Bet. Sign up to be a member of the club. You get the early release of this podcast as a special video podcast. A middle section instead of the advert where we talk through picks that we like that didn't make the show. And Joey's made reference to the fact they had a very successful middle section last week. 
Uh, you also get all the podcast picks each week written down in a handy cheat sheet format, so you don't need to remember um, the picks from the show that you particularly liked. Uh, you, you can just bring that up on your phone whenever you need to. Um, and you also get extra content podcasts, and we are just recorded our master's podcast for this week. So this is Tuesday evening, so that will be available Tuesday night, all day Wednesday, um, before the master starts on Thursday and all Patreon members can have a look at that now in addition to the MLB show that myself and Gordon did last week previewing um, the Major League Baseball season so there's loads of extra content stuff in there loads of reasons to become a member and you get to give something back and keep us going as a going concern we really appreciate all the Patreon members that have signed up thank you very much um, and anyone else that wants to join that club, we'd be delighted to have you. So we're heading to the break just now. Uh, Patreons, we'll see you for the middle section and we'll see everyone else after this short break. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, April 8th, 2023. As usual, banker picks, value picks, outsider picks, and then we round up with our charity treble for the week. And I shall kick us off with my banker for the weekend, which is Sunday at 7am in the Japanese top flight, the J1 League, for Avispa Fukuoka against Kyoto Sanga. We're now six games into this J1 League season and Avispa Fukuoka have started really well. They've gained 11 points, which puts them joint fourth in the table. One of the reasons for this is their excellent home record where they have taken a maximum nine points from three home games. They are incredibly well organised as we've seen the last couple of seasons. They've been in the, the top flight and they are insanely tough to be at home. Um, they have also won the last three matches. They have played head-to-head against Kyoto Sanga. Kyoto Sanga have started this season well after having avoided relegation into the J2 League after finishing third bottom last year. So that's a, a playoff place against the uh, the teams in the J2 League. But they made it through that playoff and retained their top flight. Um, they are going to struggle this year, though. I think I think that's pretty much agreed upon especially against the league's quality teams and the sides that organise themselves well. And that's evidenced by their last away game, which was a 5-0 hammering at the hands of FC Tokyo in the Cup. I like the idea that Fukuoka will keep this game tight. They will probably win, but they will at least manage a draw. So I'm going to take Avispa Fukuoka on the double chance here. So home win or a draw, and the odds of that are bankrish at 1-4. to four. So Avispa Fukuoka versus Kyoto Sanga, and that's the 1x double chance. So a Fukuoka home win or a draw, 1-4. to four, And that's my banker this week. Fantastic. And luckily, the banker treble will be paid for as Athletic Bilbao have just scored and Anaki Williams has put them up 1-0. So a good start for Andy there for the uh, the, the in-play markets. Um, yeah, so which, my... which no one but the patrons know about. Yeah, but that's well, the fine. Patrons, well, well, sure. yeah. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I, I am in Italy uh, on Friday night at 6pm uh, for my banker, and it is hot, hot Sierra A favourites, Napoli, to beat the worst form team in the league, Lecce, and you'll get them at 7 to 11 to do so. Um, so yeah, Napoli are top of the league, taking 71 points from 28 games, Lecce are in 16th, two, two spots outside relegation, taking 27 points from 28 games. Uh, Lecce's last five results have been a loss to Empoli, a loss to Fiorentina, a loss to Torino, a loss to Inter, and a loss to Sassuolo. Um, Napoli, over the last few games, they got absolutely trounced by AC Milan last week, but did well against Torino, winning 4-0. They beat Frankfurt 3-0, they beat Atalanta 2-0, and lost to Lazio in there. Now, the reason you get the big price here is Napoli have struggled in the past against Lecce. 
Um, they drew one each at the start of the season. And in the previous iteration of this game, which was played in 2020, they lost 3-2. Um, that isn't the Napoli that are running away with the Sierra. Uh, this is. And they're going to beat them handsomely this weekend. Uh, you'll get them at 7-11 or 4-7 to to do so, depending on bookmakers and with the firepower that they've got and their aspirations to keep winning this league. I think this is a good bet. Joey, where are we at, banker-wise? Yeah, so uh, the nice part about, the one nice part about going 0 for 4 last week is only, only one way to go up. Absolutely. It's hard to do worse than that. So for my, uh, <laughs> not my first pick chronologically, but my uh, first pick on the show, we got my banker in Germany in the Bundesliga, and I like Bochum or Draw, and you can get that at 1.55-ish. That's going to be on Sunday at 4.30. So for this one, we've got a relegation six-pointer um, with Bochum two spots above the relegation zone on 14th with 26 points. And Stuttgart are firmly planted at the bottom of the league on 21 or on 20 points. Um, so a lot of Bochum's woes have actually come away from home. And they've managed to pick up 19 of 26 points and 18 of 28 goals at home. And their goals conceded is also significantly better at home where they've had only 1.75 conceded. I know it's not ideal, but that's versus 2.57 away from home. So they're obviously showing out for the fans. They're, 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 they're giving them good results or at least trying to. Um, whereas Stuttgart are in similar boat, only picking up five points in their 13 away matches. And their goal output is the same home and away, but they've conceded 29 goals away from home for a minus 16 goal differential versus 13 at home for a zero goal differential. Um, So even just looking at that, I mean, that's, that's enough right there, but Stuttgart has only won once in their last 12 league matches overall. They've only won twice in their last 15 away matches. While granted, Bochum have kind of struggled a little bit recently um, with four losses in their last eight in all competitions. Um, or in four losses in their last eight league matches and seven losses in their last 11 in all competitions. Um, but taking friendlies out of that equation, Bochum have only lost twice in their last nine home league matches. And that includes wins against Frankfurt, Union Berlin, Gladbach, Hoffenheim, and most recently Leipzig. Um, Bochum are undefeated in their last three matches with wins against Cologne and Leipzig and a draw away to Frankfurt. So I wouldn't be surprised if Bochum end up winning this outright, but I also can't see them losing to a Stuttgart side that hasn't won in 12 straight competitive away matches. So their only wins away from home have come in friendlies. And so a little bit kind of all over the place there, but yeah, I don't see Bochum losing this one. Okay, dog. I'm I'm going to help you here, Joey, I think with the, uh, with the juju by saying, I, I do not like this pick. As a banker yeah. at, at yeah. all, <laughs> just uh, a two to one team on the double chance doesn't spark banker for me. Um, but that that might that might help you. <laughs> yeah, you did you did like his Freiburg pick last week. It was, I did. Yeah, I really so, like that so, one. So. Yeah. And I also so. look at that from the other side where I, I don't love Stuttgart as a two point three favorite or whatever. No, I hate that. Oh, I, I absolutely. I absolutely hate well that. Job. Yeah, I, just given their uh, their league form and home and away splits, I think Bochum are definitely going to feel a lot more comfortable at home. So hopefully, hopefully we uh, we get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. So that's the banker picks. So Avispa Fukuoko are draw at one to four. Napoli win at thirteen to twenty, and Bochum are draw at four to seven. Combining the three bankers makes a banker treble this week of 2.24 to 1. So that's quite a good price over 2 to 1 for something that we, the three of us um, individually think are bankers for this weekend. On to the value picks. And I'm staying in Japan. It's another Sunday game, this time at 11am for Kashima Rezol versus the Kashima Antlers. And the away win for Kashima here is, I think, quite well priced at even money. Uh, Kashima Rezol have started the 2023 season incredibly poorly. Uh, they've got just two points from the six matches that they've played so far. 
and they've only scored three goals but conceded 11 in that process. The Antlers haven't exactly been brilliant or just mid-tabled, seven points gained from their six matches. But six of those seven points have come from their three away games. Uh, the sides have met three times since the beginning of last season. The Antlers have won twice. The other match ended in a draw. Kashiba are just in a slump. I'd be betting on any team that was playing them, uh, not to mention a Kashima side that will have sort of top of the table aspirations. Now's just a very good time to be backing against Kashiba Rezol. And I think that even money on offers for the Antlers represents some good value. Nice one. Uh, I am in Italy uh, for most of my picks for the rest of the week. Um, and this is uh, in the Sierra A. And I'll be taking Sassuolo away from home uh, on Saturday the 8th. And I'll be taking Sassuolo. Uh, it's a half past five kickoff. And I'll be taking them at what I consider the rather spicy odds of 7 to 4. So 7 to 4 is a pretty big priced uh, value pick. Why, you ask? Well, Sassuolo have been really good recently. Um, in their last five games, they've won four and drawn one. They drew the the, the one game they did draw was against Torino. Uh, they beat Spezia, they beat Roma 4-3, they beat Cremonese and they beat Lecce. So they're beating teams towards the bottom of the table. Contrast this with Verona, who lost to Juve, lost to Sampdoria, drew in Monza, um, drew with Spezia and lost to Fiorentina in, this, um, in their run here. So they haven't been very good over the last five games. Um, what actually struck me about this game was Sassuolo's away record at Verona's really good over the last... So they've played... Since 2018, they've played four times at Verona. Every one of them has been won by Sassuolo. So they won 3-2 here, won 2-0 in 2020, 1-0 in 2019, 1-0 in 2018. Um, they just seem to have a, have a bit of a thing going for them at the moment. If you look at the overall standings in uh, Sierra A, Sassuolo are in 12th. Uh, they've taken 37 points from 28 games. Verona are in the relegation zone, taking 19 points from 28 games. They're not very good this season. Sassuolo, I think, will be up for this. And I think they'll fancy their chances. And it's 7-4. I could have, could have made it an outsider. Um, That's an outsider price. Like it, that, They're an underdog. Could could have made them an outsider. But I I think it more... I don't feel they're actually an outsider. So I think they fit more into the value column. Value it is. Joey. Yeah, it's your your prerogative, yeah. Gordo. Your prerogative. I, I, thought it, I thought it was because it didn't reach the uh, the two to one minimum for uh, for outsiders. Well, I mean that is well, that, the, that, there is, there that is a two, two to one, one completely arbitrary thing that Gordon made up. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but it's, yeah. it, it is a thing I made up, but it is a thing <laughs> I think you're forgetting. So it isn't two to one. It's not an outsider. It, it's a thing it's for not, you. It's not not a thing. So, yeah, and yeah, Joey. It's a thing for Gordo, Joey. Up, let me just mute Andy. Let me just get him sorted here. Uh, Joey, what, what have you got? I'm sure, I'm sure it's bigger than that for uh, for uh, for my my value. Yeah, what you got? We'll we'll go on to uh, my value in Australia, and uh, for the Patreon members, we'll know there's been plenty of both teams to score and over 2.5 shouts already. Um, so this will be what I think is the best of them, um, and I like Melbourne victory hosting Perth Glory. And you can get both teams to score and over 2.5 at even money. So that's going to be at 6 a.m. on Sunday. Victory playing at home should have more than enough to grab two-plus goals. And the way they've been playing, including that last match against Wellington, unfortunately, if you can't beat them, join them. You know what they say. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they've uh, <laughs> they've only cut one clean sheet in their last 14 overall. They've seen both teams to score in five of their last six home matches. Perth has actually scored in 13 straight matches overall, with both teams to score in over 2.5 in 11 of their last 12 during that stretch. Um, away from home, they've also seen both teams to score in over 2.5 in four straight matches and seven of their last 10 away from home. So interestingly, I, I think this whole both teams to score, the both teams to score part is fairly certain in my mind. I think the books are kind of shading this towards a victory win to nil, which I, I think that's kind of you run into a little bit of the whole public public money sort of, oh, I know Melbourne victory. Yeah. So we'll throw money on that. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I think they are kind of starting to turn the corner. And the mad part about this league is they're only like four points out of the playoff spots. The uh, Sydney in the last playoff spot is on like 28 points, we'll call it. And Brisbane Roar in last place are on like 23 points. So there's really less than two or three matches separating these sides with, I think it's six matches left to go in the season. Definitely less than six. 
Um, so there's still plenty of movement and still plenty of to play for. Um, and you could argue that all of these teams that aren't in the playoffs are kind of able to get in and they're still be vying and they don't want to go down. They don't want to concede. So Perth is still going to be fighting for this. And the one interesting fact that I like is victory have actually victory have seen first half both teams to score in three of their last six home matches and Perth have seen it in four straight away matches. So hopefully this is done sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, no, I think the way that both teams kind of attack first halves, victory could very well get at least one. And then I think Perth, the way, I mean, they're not going to give up at anything. They were down 2-0 the last week and came back to claw at 2-2. So hopefully we get lots of goals in this one. Ideal. So the value picks for this week, a win for the Kashima Antlers, a win for Sassuolo, and over two and a half goals in both teams to score in the contest between Melbourne Victory and Perth Glory. Combining the three value picks makes a trample bet value treble of 10.27 to 1. Double figures over the 10 to 1 mark. That's pretty hefty, mainly in thanks to um, myself and Joey both taking slightly bigger than even money shouts, but Gordo almost up at 2 to 1. So, hey, when you're, nice... when, you're, when you're winning, mate, when you're winning, it's, it's the kind of things you do. It's it's uh, I've got a good feeling about it, and I think it's the right time to be back in them. Superb. Well, on to the outsiders. Um, we've been very successful at outsiders uh, th- this year, this season, um, and we went two for three last week as well um, on some big price shouts, returning good profit if you're if you're backing them as a Trixie and you only need the two out of the three. But we're trying to go three out of three this week. Um, I'm doing something that's probably going to be frowned upon, which is backing my own team here um, and backing my own team who are in a terrible run of form as well. Sunday at 12pm, Easter Sunday in Scotland in the top flight, the Premiership for Dundee United versus Hibs. I'm a season ticket holder at Dundee United. And while we're still rooted to the bottom of the table, it's been night and day in terms of performances since we sacked Liam Fox and appointed Jim Goodwin about a month ago. We lost 2-0 at Ibrooks last week. That's to be expected. Everybody goes to Ibrooks and loses apart from Celtic uh, and, and even sometimes Celtic. So don't I wouldn't read too much into that. The week before was an absolute farce. We were denied a win against St Mirren by a ludicrous penalty decision from the referee that VAR didn't even bother looking at and got routinely lambasted on all the highlights programmes and ended up with some review into VAR and Scottish football. So we've transformed from a team that routinely just got beat uh, into a team that's fighting for everything, picking up several draws in the process, and we're finally got a bit of an attacking nature about us and we're having shots at goal. We had something like 35 shots at goal over the two game period before before the Rangers defeat. So this is this is something that's just completely different to how Liam Fox had us playing. And we're we're looking much, much better. It's a huge game uh in terms of trying to stay in the league. It's the Scottish Premiership's TV game on Sky Sports on Easter Sunday. The players will be absolutely right up for it and Jim Goodwin will assure that we are right up for it and take the game to Hibs at home from the moment the first whistle goes. Now, despite United's struggles of recently, Hibs are a team that we continually seem to get consistent results against. The last five meetings have been a draw, a United home win, a draw, a Hibs away win, and then a United away win. So despite the fact that we've been we've had our own problems this year, Hibs seem to be the team that we can get something against. So I expect this to be a lot closer than the bookies have it priced up as, which is currently 13-5 to for a Dundee United win. Uh, Hibs have lost their last three games on the spin, albeit they've been tough games. They've played both Rangers and Celtic in that span. But it is three losses in a row, so it's maybe not the best time to be visiting a team that are fighting for survival. Uh, and a 3-1 home loss to Motherwell last week wasn't that impressive. That was crap. That The yeah. rest the rest had been all right. You know, We took the lead eye, Brooks. Um, we're fine, but that Motherwell game was dross. Yeah, that was just bad. So coming into this against a team that really need the points and are playing a lot differently than they were previously. You know, th- this game a month ago, you could have just put a stick on Hibs win. Yeah. And you would get a man sent off. They were, yeah. <laughs> That's they how we would have walked, how, how walked how it. Yeah. But, it's, but it's different now. 
Um, and I just think the 13 to 5 is quite a big price. It's certainly big enough for me to be interested in it. So I'll take Dundee United as my outsider this week. Cool beans. Uh, I have no... I would, I'm would. i very much hopeful your outsider comes in. I just wish it wasn't against my team. So um, I am... Uh, <laughs> I am in the Sierra again, unsurprisingly, as I've been for most of my picks this this week. Um, and I, for my outsider, I fancy Bologna away at Atalanta at nine to two um, or seventeen to four. Um, only one book has it at seventeen to four. Huge, huge price, huge, so huge. Why? Why do I think this is a this is a good good time to get on the Bologna the Bologna hype? Well, these teams are not too far away from each other in the league. It's sixth versus eighth. Uh, Bologna taking 48 points from their 28 games. Uh, sorry, Atalanta taking 48 points from the 28 games. Bologna taking 40 points from their 28 games. So not too far away from each other. Um, Bologna have scored 36 and conceded 36. <laughs> uh, as as things should be all perfectly uh, perfectly equal, as all things should be. Um, Atalanta scored 47 and conceded 32. Um, I don't like how Atalanta play against teams that are worse than them. Now, this this is a kind of running thing with them. Um, their last three results had been a 2-1 win against Empoli. Good for them. Uh, a nil-nil draw with Udinese and losing to Lecce in there. Um, so uh, in their last three games, they've, they've, they've not picked up points against teams that, that they, they probably should have. Apart from that, they've been very good at home. Um, they, they beat um, Sampdoria in there and they had a, a cup game. They won 10-1 against Crema. Women, I'm assuming, uh, are from the same area as Cremonese. They're in a league that I even I don't know about in Italy, which is which is pretty low. Um, Bologna have been have been pretty good of recent. Um, if you look at their kind of form, they beat Udinese last week three 0 and this is where a lot of this is coming from. I watched this game, um, and they looked really good. Uh, they were two 0 up at, at halftime, and then in the second half, they they scored a third and just piled on all the changes and just decided they were going to keep it away. And this is. This is better than they've been for a good many years. They get a really good result, a 1-0 win against Inter. Um, they drew 0-0 with Lazio in there. So this is about how Bologna play against good teams and how about Atlanta play against bad teams in this league. Um, their head-to-head record is shocking. Much the same as Max Homa and the Masters, Bologna do not beat Atalanta. <laughs> I think that's about to change. Um, yeah, the last last five results they've had have been two draws and three Atalanta wins in there. Um, You'd have to go back to 2019 for the last uh, Bologna positive result, which was a 2-1 win in there. Uh, they're always in the same league, so they, they play each other a lot. Um, I just think this is a good time to be back in Bologna. They've got a lot of real good talent in that team, and you know, I, I feel it's a good time to get on them. So, yeah, 92 for that. I've had quite a lot of success with backing uh, Italian mid-table teams to get good results against the better lot. Um, so I'm going to continue to do that. Ambitious. Uh, ambitious, yes. Um, Joey, where are you for your outsider? Yeah, so for my uh, outsider, I'm going to be in League Two, and it's going to be a proper 3 p.m. kickoff this time on Friday, though. Um, so one one day earlier, but uh, I like Walsall to uh, draw again, and that's going to be at 3.2. So there's only seven matches left in the season, and Walsall currently sit 13 points outside the promotion playoffs, while Rochdale sit bottom of the league, eight points from safety. So Rochdale have drawn three of their last eight home matches with three more goal or three more results separated by only one goal during that stretch. But the key for me is going to be Walsall and they've drawn 10 of their last 14 matches overall and five of their last eight away matches. So on paper and as this is priced, Walsall should probably be winning this, but they've failed to win in eight straight away matches. They've only had one win in their last 17 overall. Both sides still technically have a lot to play for. Um, but for all intensive perfect in all intensive purposes, also are pretty much out of the playoffs um, picture. I think their season's more or less done. They could make a quick push, but I mean they have to make up 13 points um, <laughs> in seven yeah, matches. Bit of an ask of, in that league. Bit of a tall ask. Um so I could definitely see Rochdale fighting to claw things back if they do end up conceding. And I am going to call my shot in this spot. And I, I love a 1-1 draw at 6.5-ish. Um, and I say that because Rochdale have seen both teams to score in seven of their last 10 home matches, um, among plenty of other reasons leading to uh, Walsall's current draw streak. But 
yeah, I think that should sort of help lend us form to why Rochdale might actually score. <laughs> sure. Ideal. Okay, doke. So for the outsiders this week, then it's a win for Dundee United against the Bernian, a win for Bologna away at Atalanta, and a draw between Rochdale and Walsall. Uh, and combining that all together as a treble would be 57.59 to 1, which is pretty damn hefty. Spice. Uh, I will take it as a Trixie. So I only need two of the three to come in. And I will also be a dick right now and correct Joey on all intents and purposes. Is it not intensive, so, intensive uh, purposes? No. I didn't know that. Well, you the more you know. No. There you go. Hopefully educating... Many of the trample bet listenership there with a with, with a little bit of an English lesson in, in the middle of it because uh, it's it's routinely said all intents and purposes that's not not right. <laughs> Hopefully this is right though. Onto the charity bet where a tenor of our own money goes on a treble, which uh, one pick from each of us. All the returns should we be successful, go to a charity of our choosing that will be announced next week. And I believe with wins from both myself and Gordon last week, it is on Gordo to it back is. the charity treble this week. Rightfully um, so on me as well, because I, I I lost it two weeks ago and you backed it. And this week, both of us won it. So it seems I'm a more fair, so, I'm a four fair things. Who have you got, Andy? I am staying in Scotland. So my outsider is in Scotland. This game's also in Scotland, in the top flight, in the Premiership. Saturday at 3pm for a good traditional UK kickoff time. Aberdeen versus Kilmarnock. Aberdeen are on a four-match winning run. They recently beat Livingston, Dundee United, Hearts and St Johnston. They've taken 12 points from the last five league games. So they sit only behind Rangers and Celtic in the league's form table. And over the season... Aberdeen have the best home game record of all the clubs outside the old firm. So take Rangers and Celtic out of it. Aberdeen are the best home performing team in the Scottish Premiership. They've taken 31 points from 15 home matches. Kilmarnock, they're now third bottom of the table. They have a six point lead uh, over bottom team Dundee United. But they are the worst in the away from home team table in the whole division. So even worse than Dundee United, even worse than Ross County. Kilmarnock, 15 away games they've played this season. Guess how many points they've taken? Eight? I'm going to go to Gordo first. Eight. Joey, 15 away oh. matches this season. How many points have Kilmarnock taken? 12. 12. Two. The answer is two. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that'll do it. So Aberdeen being the best side out with Rangers and Celtic at home. Kilmarnock easily being the worst travelling team in the entire division. An Aberdeen win is 10 to 11. Madness. Like that, that is such a good bet. Like close to evens for an inform Aberdeen team on a four game winning streak outside of Rangers and Celtic, best team at home in the league, outside of Rangers and Celtic, best form team in the league against a team that have only got two draws all season away from home. It's, it's a crazy price. I really like it. Yeah, I've probably talked it up too much now. I've almost certainly talked it up too much. It checks out, and it, it's a fantastic segue to to inside this, which is uh, you said outside of Rangers and Celtic, inside of Rangers and Celtic is where I'm going to be picking this weekend uh, <laughs> when I take. You're taking on the old firm Celtic oh. to beat Rangers at home uh, at seven to ten. Um, so uh, SPL for dummies. Uh, Celtic are nine points ahead of Rangers currently. Um, they have a, they've scored 26 more goals than Rangers have at this time of the season. Both teams pretty shrewd defensively, taking 20, uh, conceding 21 and 27 goals respectively, with Rangers conceding more. Um, both teams just go through anyone else they play in the league. Uh, their only real challenge is when they play each other when it comes to um, not getting points here. Um, you have to go back to 2022 for uh, Rangers' last dropped points outside of uh, the old firm with a one-each draw uh, at St Mirren. Um, and for Celtic, it was quite a while ago also. I believe it was... Uh, let me just scroll back here. It was... Uh, no, that's Shakhtar. Yeah, it's it's mid-2022, so they, they, they don't really lose games. Um, so yeah, Celtic's home form is fantastic. Uh, they're really, really good. The reason you're getting them at 
what I consider a slightly overpriced uh, at, at, at those odds is that their home form against Rangers outside of the last game in the league has been a bit spotty. Uh, so Celtic won the last game 4-0. Um, prior to that, um, they'd drawn three and won the other one in there. So they won two out of the five, drawn drawn three of them there. Um, I just think two teams, there's a wee bit of a golfing class between them at the moment just now. Celtic are a bit free scoring. Rangers are kind of getting by quite a lot of the time. They tend to concede the first goal in a lot of games they're playing at the moment, um, which is enough to rally them to, to to go back and win it. But but yeah, so I think Celtic, will, uh, you know, Rangers are conceding goals. Celtic aren't really. Um, if you look at Rangers' last few results, they beat Motherwell 4-2, uh, they beat Hibs 4-1, they beat Comarnock um, uh, 3-1. They lost to Celtic in the League Cup. Uh, they were 2-0 down at halftime there. Um, but they're conceding to the likes of Partick, one of those goals was a giveaway uh, and Ross County there. I think Rangers have got more leaky defence than Celtic do and I think Celtic take advantage of that at home. Uh, get them a 7-10, to 2-3, depending on where you put them. I think it's a, it's a pretty safe shout for the charity bet. Joey, are you some form of the SPL? Are you are you involved in some... Uh, Ross County are playing Livingston no, or something? No, but- where, where are you? No, for all the uh, the stupid bets I make, um, I think I know better than that. So um, <laughs> for my charity pick, I'm actually going to be bringing it home uh, for my first pick in the U.S. for this year. And uh, we're going to be in the MLS. And we, I love Charlotte FC to either win or draw against uh, Real Salt Lake on Saturday at 2.30 a.m. Nice early one for <laughs> nice, you guys. Nice, nice time um, that's uh, that's going to be the price for that is one point eight five ish, and so both sides we're only five matches into the season, so still early early stages. But both sides have only managed one win so far, but yet these are two sides heading in completely different directions. Um, Charlotte has been undefeated in their last three, while Real Salt Lake has failed to score in back to back matches, and they've lost four straight since an opening day win against Vancouver. Um, Charlotte have been Fairly respectable away from home with only one loss in three, three matches this season. But while IRS Real Salt Lake, they've yet to uh, win at home and they possess a minus five goal differential. Um, so that's definitely not helping anything. Um, Charlotte has yet to keep a clean sheet this season. The same for Real Salt Lake. But I have full faith that they'll have more than enough to at least leave with a point. Um, I think this is a bit of a misprice. Personally, um, I, I don't hate Charlotte to grab the win um, themselves, just given kind of the caliber of teams that they've played recently and how they've done against them. But I think both teams to score and the double chance on Charlotte at 2.75 is a great way to sort of attack this one. And obviously, if you can't do the, the little same game parlays or just want to straight up that, um, I think 1.85 is great for the, the winner draw. And one of the guys I'm looking at is uh, Enzo Capetti uh, for Charlotte. Hopefully he can kind of help score. Um, he's been their talisman. He's leading the line for them. Um, he actually had a goal chopped off two matches ago um, and ended up uh, basically just being ruled as an own goal. So technically he didn't get it, but he did contribute to it. Um, so he, he's been in and around it. And I think the Charlotte team is really starting to kind of round into form a little bit. They've got uh, Karol Schwiderski. Um, from Poland, yeah, and I mean, he's just those two together, him and Capetti. Uh, they they definitely bring a lot to the table in the offensive factor. Where Real Salt Lake, they've kind of just been really struggling. They lost both their last two matches, four uh, 0 both of them. So hopefully, we get more of that. Ideal. So that combines us into a charity treble this week of wins for Aberdeen, Celtic. And a draw or a Charlotte FC victory away at Real Salt Lake. So Aberdeen Celtic and then Charlotte FC on the double chance. And that combines to 4.66 to 1. So hopefully we will have £56 and change for charity next week. That's the show. That's all the bankers, all the values, all the outsiders and the charity treble. If you fancy smashing them all together in a mega 12-fold, it's over 12,000 to 1. So. Oh, we're going to hit it one day, guys. We're talking. The, the, the mega coupon is where it's at and what it's all about. Thank you to everyone for listening. We do have a Facebook group. It's very active. Come along, join the conversation. Um, just 
search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook and ask to join the group. There's no fee associated. It's a free for all. Got a community, a great community of our listeners. There's um, almost 300 folk in there talking about the bets they like from the show, the bets they like themselves for the weekend, asking for advice, covering all sorts of sports, not just football. So I'm sure there'll be a master's conversation. There's always chat about um, the rugby from Michael Strokes, who's having an excellent year. And uh, there's been some wrestling chat recently as well. Um, so they do cover everything in that. We mentioned earlier, you can give something back to the show. Come Become a member of the Trample Bet Club on Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash Trample Bet or just download their app and search for Trample Bet. £6 a month will give you access to our video podcast. The middle section um, where Joy was very successful last week and has eight further picks this weekend. So but that's that that's um, for Patreon members only. Uh, the Masters podcast, which we've recently recorded the MLB podcast we recorded last week and also the cheat sheet, all the picks written down so you don't have to remember which one of the 12 you particularly liked or which ones of the 12 you particularly liked for your weekend betting. Guys, anything else to say before we wrap it up for this weekend? No, just just get out there, smash it, see you when the 12 fold comes in. Yeah, big, uh, big cup match for DCFC tonight. So, uh, yeah, as always, go DCFC. <laughs> Good luck, Good luck in the cup. Um, Gordon, Joy, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you to everyone for listening and good luck for the weekend ahead when it comes to your sports betting. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.